from the farm. A monthly update on what's happening at the University of Alaska's Matanuska Experiment Farm in Palmer with its director, Jody Anderson. Good morning, Mike Malewski here at Big Cabbage Radio in Palmer, Alaska. Who's on the line? Good morning, Mike. This is Jody Anderson. Jody Anderson. I recognize the voice, the name. Uh, where are you calling from? You're calling from your office or your, your the big office? No, I, well, I am calling from my office, but a different office. I'm calling from uh, one of my Fairbanks offices today. <laughs> one of my Fairbanks yes. offices. Yeah. And uh, so... <laughs> Uh, listeners, uh, curious listeners might want to know, how many offices do you have in Fairbanks? <laughs> I have two offices in Fairbanks. Um, I have one that's in the state office that's the cooperative headquarters, cooperative extension headquarters. Okay. Um, and then I have one on the west side of campus that's the for the experiment station side and okay. research faculty. And it's it's here here it's called Westridge, um, and that's where the the Geophysical Institute is located, and all of our sciences are down that way. So the farm is also on that side of of, oh, of okay. the campus. Okay. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. there are some listeners who who have listened to you over the years now, and uh, <laughs> have, have understood. They've, they've, they sort of have a sense of of okay. Jody, the farm, Palmer, that stuff. But now, now, now it's bigger. Uh, so much bigger. Yes, that it. We've, have you seen the movie uh, Everywhere, Everything, All at Once? <laughs> I've only seen parts because I haven't been able to dedicate the time needed. Right, really and, fit and, in that. And, and sometimes that might be a good way to do it because uh, I'm I'm wondering whether that's a reflection of uh, I mean in in a broad sense of, of what's just happened to you. <laughs> the universe the universes are, are are many and and you're you're now dabbling in all of them. So uh, <laughs> let's let's move beyond all of these references and metaphors and all the rest of, course, of the stuff of to say. So, um, what's your what's what's your your day like? How has it changed, and and what can listeners learn about ag through what you describe? Oh, that's fantastic questions. Um, so, what's changed is that now my working scope is statewide more so than even before, um, because I'm now um, in in an administrative position where um, I lead both the Cooperative Extension Service, um, which is all over the state, um, with programs like agriculture, horticulture, home health, family development, and 4-H and youth development. And then I'm also um, responsible for AFES, which is our Agricultural and Forestry Experiment Station. And their locations are uh, mainly at the Fairbanks Farm and the Palmer Farm, um, which is where my main office is located. And we also have research land in Delta and in Inanna. And um, so now I have I have leadership responsibilities in both of those groups, as well as our mining and petroleum training service, which Whoa. is MAPS for short. And uh, it's a... 
it's a it's a workforce development program um, that is also statewide. Even though we have three areas of specialty um, and three different locations, um, actually Monday, Mike, I'll be in Delta Junction participating in our last um, of the underground mining underground equipment mine training course. Uh, graduation will be happening there, and it's the last one for this winter, okay. and then we'll start again in the fall. Um, and it is it is an underground mine that we have that we teach courses in. Oh, and I'll be going to to the mine site underground for the graduation on Monday. Whoa, it's that... a really cool program, Mike, and so. The students who leave this four-week program, and, and they treat this program just like you're in a mine camp where you're two weeks on, two weeks off. So the students come in for two weeks, and they, and they learn, and they you know, work and do all the things that need to be done. Then they go home for two weeks, and then they come back and finish up. And 100% of these students have jobs when they get out of these courses. Okay, that is, I, if, if I were attempting to guess what it was you were going to be talking about today. <laughs> I, that's, this was not on your list of No, fun. no, so, so of, of course, each, each time you've, you've appeared, you have shared something that has been new and, and, and so on. But this one, this one, this one is, is uh, very interesting, and, uh, and I, think, I think it's important for listeners to understand uh, the range of, of the expansive range that that uh, you're, you're involved in, or the university is involved in, and mm-hmm. all the rest of that. So uh, l- let's, for a moment, before we go into any more of those other things, uh, look back, look back here to Palmer, uh, and I know there was a discussion about well. Although you have an office here, you're not here all the time. So who who gets to uh, watch over and encourage people in Palmer? <laughs> well, um, the whole team, which is the best part, Mike. Um, we have been working on developing a real team atmosphere at the farm for several years, right. and um, and and so you know, as things do, they just keep going forward. And the good news is, is that we're all moving forward together, um, whether I'm there or not. And um, we're working on some leadership changes that will be happening. But you know, the reality is that um, we're all doing what we do, and uh, so it just keeps moving forward. Yeah, um, and so that is, that hasn't. That's the best thing. Yeah, basically what you're saying that hasn't happened yet. Correct. It is it is in process, which is somewhat glacial, but yes. <laughs> it's happening. <laughs> okay. Okay. I can I can uh I can glom onto that so to speak. Right on. Uh, right, right on. Right. So now it, let's let's go back to Fairbanks and start by saying what's the weather like? Oh yeah, it's beautiful. Oh my gosh, it it's it's warm. It's very warm today, and it's the moon is huge. It's big in Palmer, but man. Oh yes, yes. This morning, morning walking oh. walking out, it was like, I I don't know how how, <laughs> yeah. And and 
What would you say is your your kind of impression about change, whether it's referred to as climate change or whatever? Yeah, well, I mean, it's definitely happening everywhere. Um, I mean, that's 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 a given. I mean, um, we have we have ag we have an agricultural project going in in Anaktivik Pass this summertime. Okay. And that's above the Arctic Circle, and we have it, it'll be in a high tunnel. You know, it's still above the Arctic Circle, still cold. There's still permafrost soils. All of those things are still true. However, we're 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 able to um, even with with the environmental changes that are happening, the climat uh, climactic changes. Technology is allowing us to expand as well. So not only are we seeing change in in the environment, you know, that is happening around us and to us, but we are also able to manipulate probably a powerful, too powerful of a word, but that's kind of what we're doing when we're doing things like season extension growing in high tunnels and greenhouses where we're able to manipulate the environment inside a space and it's becoming more affordable and practical even beyond just, you know, um, the road system and even beyond areas that it it might make more sense, um, just looking at what's historically been grown there and that sort of thing. Right. Um, and then we also have the hydroponic technology. So we're actually... You know, so so when you asked, you were speaking specifically about environmental changes, right? And I'm I'm seeing yes, I'm tipping the hat. Of course, that's happening, but also we're in a we're in a, a really amazing time where there's a lot of rapid change in technologies that are allowing us to do food production, um, that are allowing us to do um, some even even at the home level you know, um, of, of making our own food, growing our own food. Um, and it's, it's kind of exciting. I, I, it, it feels like what you're describing is an accelerating circumstance. Um, well, taking advantage. I'm, I mean, I'm, we added some solar panels to our house and just on that, uh, dynamic, uh, we've noted already as we finished up when, in February, uh, with the sun that was, was coming just a little bit and now a lot, uh, dramatic production of power uh, for right. both our house needs and, and uh, banking in, in the grid. Uh, it, it just as one, one way of saying, oh, and noting that um, solarization is, is an ongoing feature uh, that I, I'm sure will in many ways also contribute, uh, whether it's agriculture or, or, or anything else. Agreed. Yep. And, and, and that technology is changing as well. You know, I mean, solar panels years ago, um, you know, 15, 20 years ago, it, it, they were they were so huge and heavy. You know, you had to have some really crazy building substructures just to just to hold them and um, and now it's it's much more. I mean, you know, we have companies that are building roofing tile out of you know solar material. Right, right. 
Well, I'm curious about another aspect of things, uh, Jody Anderson. I'm curious about snow. Uh, I've we have one of those years, easily one of the top record years of snow in our yard as March begins. We have drifts that are six feet, and we have three feet of snow across most of the yard. And it's beginning now to to show signs of, of sublimation and evaporation and melting, et cetera. But uh, I know there's a there, there, there's a, a relationship between a snowpack and cover and what happens once spring comes and we roll into summer. Do you have any sort of general uh, comment to make about uh, snow cover this year? Oh, I, I I agree with your observation for sure. I mean, we've definitely we've definitely got piles of snow where we haven't in years, and you know the weight of you know especially if if you have not necessarily the drifts but maybe the snow plow piles um, right the, those are heavy you know i mean those those are very very heavy and as um days like today it, both in fairbanks and in palmer um you're going to get some like you said you're going to get some evaporation you're going to get some you're going to get some melting believe it or not um and it's just um, that snow becomes more and more dense. I mean, you know, when you first piled it up there, it was probably maybe a little fluffy, I mean, right. ish. Um, and now it's a solid piece of concrete, right? Because the friction of all those particles rubbing against each other, you know, kind of creates that refreeze into a, a, a mass, a solid mass. And it's very heavy. And so what what I I envision is that we're going to see um probably some potential mold issues this oh. summer. Um because um those piles are gonna be around for quite a while. Um even even if we, you know, try to break them up, there's gonna it, they're they're pretty dense and so it'll take them longer to melt out than say the snow in your yard that's just it, it I mean may have been wind blown a bit but it's kind of layered naturally as opposed to you know unnatural piling so right. you know try to take those piles and spread them out once you, there's some areas of <laughs> of yard that you can see um you know try spreading those out so that it's a little bit more even and and get some of the pressure off of those particular areas, those those little solid areas. But yeah, I think we might see a little bit of mold this year. Um, but um, it's part of nature, <laughs> and so um, I, and you know we can we can we can manipulate the the snow melt a little bit. Uh, coffee grounds, believe it or not spread out on snow um, because they're black. They'll absorb heat um, from the sun and it will actually increase your melt potential than, as opposed to keeping it just the color that it is. So changing the albedo or the color um, allows the sun to, to kind of be uh, right. amplified. Right. And, and so, yeah, and, and, they do contribute nitrogen to the soil. So not a ton, but they are a nitrogen con contribution. So, you know, throwing them 
onto these snow piles that are angry and don't want to leave, you yeah. can actually do, you know, get a double bang for your buck. You get some nitrogen and you get some melting. Well, that's it. That's uh, that's interesting. Of course, in places like California and the mountains, there um, there's unprecedented uh, snowfall, and uh, because of the way California is constructed, there's always this concern about flooding. Um, what d- thinking about uh, this year? Uh, excess water flooding, uh, too much from the snow. Uh, any comment that you could make at this point? It, it's, it really depends on the temperature profile as we move into kind of that spring breakup time. Uh, if, you know, if we get some, some gentle temperature changes that hover um, uh, around and just above freezing and it allows for a little bit more gentle and slow uh, melt, then we're certainly going to be in a much better position than if it's, you know, it, it goes to 50 degrees above zero and stays there for a while. Um, that's, that'll be a totally different view because remember what's happening is, is that our, our ground is still frozen in the active layer, in that layer that you see of the soil. That's still frozen. Even if the sun comes up and it's nice and warm for a day, you're still going to end up with, you still have frozen soil. So if things melt, there's no way to percolate that water through. There's no, there's no place for the water to go. So it just sits there and waits and waits and waits. And that can actually be the biggest problem in terms of, of water and, and flooding is if we have too fast a melt and there's nowhere for the water to go because sure. the soil's still frozen solid. But the the top surface is melting like crazy so it's just um if if you know and so it's hard to predict uh we don't know but if it's a it's a nice gentle warm-up then things can kind of gently warm and there'll be water standing of course but it won't be a crazy a crazy flooding situation well, as we, we come to a close once again uh, with uh, this interview jody uh, any last comments you'd like to share with the enhanced audience that we have um, before we do finish? Well, actually, um, you know, a couple things. Um, starting some vegetables for the garden. It's a great time of year to do that. There'll be a seed starting class at the farm uh, coming up, I believe it's this week. Um, and it's not too late. For those who think it's too late, it is not. You're fine. Um, it's okay. Breathe deep. Um, also, I just want to let people know that this month at the farm, it is sustainability is our theme. And so there'll be lots of really good talks with regards to sustainable living. And uh, follow us on our Facebook page to find out what's happening or give Teresa a call out at the farm. And um, I hope everybody's getting excited about the garden this summer. <laughs> yes, we're beginning. Yes, we're beginning to think about it. And of course, if you've already been thinking about it, you probably have uh, done some starts. Uh, yes. Yes. And I know you guys have done some starts already. Well, actually, we were talking about that this year. That 
confronting the winter has has caused us to delay our start starting. So, <laughs> but it may not be too late. It may not too late. Well, you know, it's not too late. And you know, the other thing is that we have some great. Uh, groups here in the valley that grow for us and that if, when we support them then they grow more things so there's some great plant sales that happen in may and june in our our local valley so just keep an eye out for those sort of things because it's a great way to support these groups and they know what they're doing that's true. We do that every year. We either supplement, cover for things that we haven't done, and, and <laughs> yeah, that's all true. Okay, Jody Anderson, thank you. Thank you very much for calling in. And by, by next month, it's going to be spring. Oh, my gosh. Can you believe it? I, I, I can. I can. I, I can believe it. I can close my eyes and believe it. Stay well out there. <laughs> Thank you so much, Mike. You too. Be well. Yep. Bye. From the Farm, featuring Jody Anderson, director of the UAF Matanuska Experiment Farm in Palmer, is a production of Radio Free Palmer Big Cabbage Radio. If you have any comments or questions, please email manager at radiofreepalmer.org.